Welcome to the Millionaire Maker Show, a podcast helping online coaches monetize their life's work and scale their businesses to create more time, more money, more freedom, and more impact. Now, with over 20 years of business building, coaching, and consulting experience, here's your host, author, speaker, and creator of the Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Millionaire Maker Show. I'm so excited for our guest today. Now, even though she spells her name incorrectly, well, actually the Canadian way, one of my good friends, one of my good friends and colleagues, Miss Lindsay Phillips, is here today on the show. We're talking all about how to leverage those podcast interviews, those ones you're doing on other podcasts, how to get the most bang for your buck, because Really, being interviewed on podcasts is one of your very best tools for attracting high-quality clients and really filling your business with those kind of individuals and your marketing funnels with high-quality individuals. So I love podcast guesting. I have the number one expert in how to leverage those podcast guesting episodes right here, Miss Lindsay Phillips. Are you seeing the rise in entrepreneurs using podcasting to grow their business? And maybe you wonder how to host or guest on a podcast in a way that will help you generate authority boosting content that attracts your ideal client. Or maybe you're looking for a way to stand out and optimize your podcasting efforts to skyrocket your ROI. I'm Lindsay Phillips, host of Leverage Your Podcast Show, where I bring insider secrets from podcast industry experts, including myself, who have created a successful online business through podcasting. So join me every Wednesday morning as we drop a new episode sharing tips, tools, and strategies that cover all parts of podcasting, from launching to editing, from guesting to speaking, to lead conversion and monetizing so you can leverage podcasting for your business. Head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to start listening. Welcome to the show, Lindsay. Thanks for having me, girly. I saw you last week on my show and now this I know. And if you guys are listening, you should listen. We have trailers before these. This is another little marketing hack that Lindsay and I do when we get together. We always expound on our marketing. So check Mm -hmm. out those trailers. Go check out Lindsay's podcast as well, for sure, especially if you're getting those podcast interviews. So Lindsay, tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. So my, I mean, I used to be a VA and then I had a content marketing firm and then I niched down again into podcast. Um, Don't do launches and production as much. I love focusing in once it goes live. So all the content, all your expertise and your knowledge and how to really squeeze, you know, squeeze the lemon. Is that the right word? Um, And get all the goods out of it instead of racking your head trying to figure out what content to create week to week. And to use it to boost your authority and like more exposure, more visibility. You want to make the most of it. Yeah. So like the big key word here, I think, Lindsay, is like evergreen, like this content that is there and it's always living and you can always draw from it because creating new content on the fly, like that will really drive someone to burnout when you're sitting on a half an hour. If you get a podcast guesting spot, you have a half an hour of really awesome content right there that you can stretch out over an entire year. Yeah, totally. Easily. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And it's like, and plus showcasing yourself as like, oh, sure, I know all these things and I'm going to share all these tips on these podcasts. But by showcasing it in the right way, you're showing people that you're guesting on this podcast. This nugget of information is on this podcast. So they're seeing that you are a sought after 
expert on your topic. You're just seen in a different way. You boost your authority. You can charge higher rates. Um, just by positioning yourself that way alone can really boost your business. The yeah. first thing I want to address, Lindsay, is why they should really invest their time in guesting on podcasts. Can you just sum that up for me so that everyone knows why it's important to go and be a guest on other people's podcasts? For sure. Now, I might date myself, but I don't know if you remember this like hair commercial. And it was like, and she told two friends and she told two friends and so on and so on. And then everyone knew about, I wish I could remember the name of the shampoo. In a nutshell, you're basically leveraging other people's audiences. So you're tapping in to a group of people that you normally wouldn't be able to attract, build a relationship with and connect with and then get to know your business. And so by guesting on someone else's podcast, it's like a foot in the door, A, not only to build that relationship with that host and maybe even collaborate, find new opportunities, but they have an audience, they've got an e-list, they have people that listen to their podcast, they have people that they're connected with on social media and that follow them. So that could be like potentially thousands of people. Just by spending some time to be on that show, you're tapping into and getting in front of all those people with like not spending money on Facebook ads. Just one more point to put on that along with all of those benefits, Lindsay, that you listed is that they are actually in a way referring you. And when, because you are being seen on their show. And so they're going to associate you a little bit of the trust that goes in with the host of the show is going to automatically be passed yeah. on to you and you need trust in order to make sales. And so, I mean, totally. it should be definitely part of your marketing arsenal is spending time getting interviewed on podcasts. So yeah, you're vetted. The next yeah, one. that's a great point. Yeah. So now on to the next question, which is, so now we have this podcast interview. The host emails us, here's your interview. Okay. Lindsay, most people don't do anything with that. Or maybe if they're lucky, they'll post an Instagram story on it. So what do we really do with it, Lindsay? For sure. I want to, is it okay if I backtrack just to say yes. a few things that they can set up on the front end before they oh, promote yes, it? Yes, even better. Yes. So before I get into the nitty gritty, yeah. So you want to make sure that people even know that you guest on podcasts. So for instance, when someone goes to my LinkedIn profile, I may say, you know, I'm a speaker. I'm a podcast guest expert. Um, in my bio, I'll share that I'm on this show, that show, this show. And in my content, I will obviously share shows that I've um, been on. But then also LinkedIn has that great spot that's called Featured Article. And so sure, you can have a blog of yours. Sure, you can have your own podcast episode that you may have. But you also want to include an episode that you have guested on. So when people are going to your LinkedIn profile, Facebook, wherever, they automatically, oh, she guests on podcasts. Okay. So they're going to open up their brains to be like, hmm, would they be a good guest for my show? Or maybe a friend of mine. So it opens up those opportunities. Same with when you go to your website. So I call it a media page press page, whatever, speakers page. If you have a page on your website that has like your bio, your headshot, your questions, all that normal stuff, but also put underneath some shows that you've been on, maybe stages that you've spoken at, summits and so forth. 
um, and then publish your episodes on your website, which I'll, we'll get to in a minute. But you want people to be able to know as soon as they go to your website, oh, she's an expert. People have wanted her on their podcast. She's an expert on this. She talks about this. So they can envision you on their podcast. So it's positioning you as that guest. There you are. There's Lindsay and like some serious tips on the positioning thing because it's not like they only know what you're going to tell them. So, yes. you know, when you talk to them, maybe they know you're a podcast guest, but it is your responsibility as a good marketer is to make it completely obvious and clear. I'm a podcast guest. I speak yeah. on stages. You want me. Heck yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, people just forget about it. They don't think of it. And it's such an easy yeah, fix. Such an easy fix. And then that'll include, that'll get you even more and more invites and those kind of things because you're basically outlining your resume. And not only that, but yeah. prospects will be like, oh, she's interviewed. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Valid. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you're, sorry, your initial question, of course, is like, what happens once the show goes live? So I kind of alluded to one point, and this is my total golden rule is that you have to publish the episodes that you guest on on your website. Okay. So just like, like I obviously host a podcast and I have those episodes on my website. Um, and so you want to do the same for shows that you guest on. You can have it in a different category if you want, or you can just kind of lump it in with your blog, your podcast, whatever. In a nutshell, it's kind of like a blog post. So Do we take their audio or are we pointing back to their website? What are the logistics of this, Lindsay? Yeah, there are a lot of logistics. And quite often, a host will send you an image that is like, meh, or it's, or it's like the wrong size, or their show notes are like just a description of you and maybe three bullets, doesn't really tease the episode, doesn't really have timestamps. You don't have to take that. You have control over your own content, right? On how you show up and how you're um, positioned and, and how you are share showcase. That's what I was looking for. So I create my own show notes for shows that I guest on. So, and, and as we talked about last week with AI, you can get the audio, ask the host for the video, ask them for the audio file. You're going to use it to like repurpose it and all that good stuff. So why wouldn't they, right? Um, and then, so I do, I have a backpack so I can get the MP3 link and then just put it in there. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And yeah, of course I do link to the host's page because that's only kind and has like, you know, out links, back links for them and all that stuff. I embed the video whenever I can. Again, I ask for the video, put it up in my YouTube to use it, create my own show notes. I even create my own image so that it's branded for me, not the host. And then it'll say it'll have like their show art on it, title me, whatever, to be like, oh, I was a featured guest on this show. So yes. again, it's positioning me. And when that goes out in social, hey, I guessed it on this show and here's obviously the content from it. And I'm, I'm branding it for me so that like when I'm on all these shows and then on social, like you really don't want your newsfeed to be like this branding, then that branding and then yours and then somebody else's. Like it's just jarring. Um, So there's ways that you can create the graphics that, you know, kill all those birds with one stone. That's really good, Lindsay. I love this. Even I'm coming up with some really awesome ideas. This is you promise that you tell us how to position ourselves and look at you. Even being on one podcast a month, if you do yeah. what Lindsay say, will 
attract more podcasters to you, attract higher quality clients to you, and position mm. yourself as an expert in your field. It's amazing, Lindsay. Okay, what else do you have for me? You have any other tips there? For sure. So as I mentioned, ask the host for the raw video because then again, you can put it in your YouTube. As you know, YouTube is like the second largest search engine and obviously has like podcast category now um, in their YouTube music and so forth. So you can put those episodes within your like cast channel, whatever you want to call it. Um, and again, you can put in, create your own thumbnail and then, you know, optimize the title and the description, put timestamps in there so you can create the chapters um, and also link back to your own website, of course. And then you want to take that video, slice and dice and pull all those awesome nuggets of information and you you know where to find it. It's super easy. It's your own material. So you can create those square videos that can go on like Facebook and LinkedIn. You can create reels, YouTube shorts. So all those little snackable bites and those consumable pieces of content. And again, on those little videos and reels that you create, you want the podcast show art on there to be like, yeah, I was a featured guest on this episode. So again, you're always showing yourself as an expert. And then, of course, you know, you do want to link back to your website to like read the show notes, you know, watch the video, whatever, because um, you always want traffic to your website, right? Yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. That's a true statement. I love that, Lindsay. Um, now, is this what you call your podcast leveraging system or is that something different than what you're describing here? Yeah, for sure. It's a part of it. So it's published for results. Again, publishing it on your website. This is just like the Coles Notes version. Um, the second is to distribute for maximum exposure. So you want to make sure that, again, is it in YouTube? Is it on your website? Are you doing a LinkedIn article or a newsletter sharing it? Are you putting it on all social media platforms? Are you emailing your list? Oh, my God. Do you know how many podcast guests don't email their list about the episode that just went live? Probably most of them. Yeah doesn't yeah no and it's like you're it's easy you're like nurturing your your e-list but you're sh sharing like tips and then it'll just help kind of like pull them down the funnel but yeah so distribute for maximum exposure um repurpose um for more visibility so like and i'll just give one quick tip for that it's like even though you did that episode and you gave that tip People think that they can't create other content from it. So I have, I've been on a summit. I've been on like different things. You, and I was like, ooh, that conversation was a little bit different or it was a different topic. I'm going to do my own podcast episode on it. Yeah, yes. I did it over yes. there. That's fine. But I'm also going to do it here. Um, and then you can like go live on Facebook. You can do your own little video saying, oh, I guested on this show. It was such a great conversation. This was kind of controversial. We talked about this. What do you think? And so you're you're just using pieces of it in a different way. So you're repurposing it so you don't have to think up new topics all the time because that's just painful. It, it, it is painful. And really, social media and marketing works best when you stick with just like your core content pillars and you don't really go yeah. off track anyway. It may sound like you're repeating yourself because you are to yourself because you're very involved in the content. Yeah. So it feels like it's always right there. But you have to understand everybody else sees it for like 20 seconds. Yeah. You know, they're not seeing it for as much time as you no. are. So it's not repetitive to them. Plus, that's just good marketing is repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah, I know. I get this question all the time, Lindsay. Uh, when I get a new client, they're like, 
but like I only have a few topics that I talk about on podcasts. Do I really want to share them all? Because it's kind of like a lot of the same points. And I'm like, yes, yes, you do. Good marketing. Um, yeah, I know. And and honestly, it's like having listened to my clients um, episodes and creating content and carousels for them. Things are always said in a slightly different way. You know, it's not like you've got a script and you're like verbatim of like what your spiel is. Like you're having a conversation and you go off on little tangents and stuff like that. So you say it differently. And sometimes people need to hear it in a slightly different way. And they're like, ooh, I get it now. Um, yes. Yeah. And so when you're pulling out little nuggets and what have you, and yeah, you need to share things like five times for someone to actually kind of like grasp it or it to sink in. Yeah. So what you're sharing, Lindsay, it seemed like, was there more to the, was there more to the podcast One launching more. system? Publish, distribute. Yep. Repurpose okay. and multiply. Okay. So multiply is to create authority boosting content with less overwhelm. You have one episode that went live. You've got the audio, you've got the video, you've created show notes. Um, you can pull out countless social media posts, like for two weeks worth, honestly, from one episode. So I will create obviously a post that shares it, but that's boring. I will pull out a little quote. I will ask questions. So like for you, Lindsay, you were on my show last week. And one of the questions in a social media post that I created was, um, do you uh, raise your hand if you're using AI for your podcast? And if you are, are you using chat GPT or other tools? And so it's just kind of like getting that engagement and like asking people questions, getting a conversation going. You can create carousels. So obviously I share four, you know, steps to my method. So I can do a carousel about those four steps or an infographic. I obviously will take out little video clips, uh, square, and I will take out little video snippets of some tips that stand alone by itself. Like you don't need to understand or listen to the rest of it in order to understand that one point. Reels, YouTube shorts, and, um, for Instagram and Facebook. So you can pull out like a crap ton of social media posts that will grab attention, attract your e ideal client, and that are consumable and engaging. And with Reels and YouTube Shorts, they put it in front of people that you're not already following. So by not doing Reels and YouTube Shorts, you are actually avoiding you don't want to be avoiding a new audience, you guys. Come on. That's the last thing you want to be doing. I love that, Lindsay. So publish, distribute, repurpose, and multiply. You got it, baby. I love that. I love the way you put that. You make it You make it seem so easy, Lindsay, for a business owner who is getting on podcasts, a thought leader, an expert like that, like taking this, like it seems like a dream to take a 30-minute episode and repurpose it. But you and I both know, Lindsay, that you know, that's hours worth of work for most uh -huh. people um, that yeah. you're talking about. So can you give us any tips on how to how to make that easier and like a little less daunting? Like it sounds like as with all marketing, it sounds real good when you're oh, sitting there telling me, but I sit at my desk and it's like, I don't I know. know. What do I, I can add another thing to my plate? Yeah. 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 Like I wish it was all out there. I know. Tell me, how can right? it Right. Obviously, that is what I do. So as the client's episode goes live. I ask for the assets, 
bing, bang, boom. I do the show notes, create the graphics and create all the social media posts and the reels and all that stuff. If you're doing it yourself or you're trying to get your VA to do it, that's okay too, as long as you have a system. So it's like, okay, I need to do this. I need this asset, this asset, this asset. So as soon as an episode goes live, because I've got like a task list in my project management system, Teamworks. And so then my team gets the show notes. They, you know, humanize it from the AI stuff, create the images, find real spots. My team does the videos and then we like pull it all together and proof the client. But you need that system of like all those steps that you need to act upon and who's going to do it and what is the deadline. If you're like, oh, yeah, I need to promote that. And then a week goes by and you forget. And then some other episode comes in that goes live. And then you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Now I got two to do and I'm not going to do either one of them because now I'm I know. Well, but I didn't get to the first one. And so let me just underline what Lindsay is saying here, because systems are everything. OK, and this is how I this is how I say it. you have to invest time in order to make time. And so what what takes so long about like repurposing these episodes is that you're sitting at your desk and you're like, I don't even know what the next step is. I don't yeah. know what I need. I have to rethink about it and put my mind back in the place I was when I listened to Lindsay's podcast. But instead, you have to make time, which is, okay, do one from scratch, right? I need the assets yeah. and make this list because once you have a task list of, say, 30 items, that has to happen after a podcast goes live, then you can start assigning those out. Yeah. How is that what you, is that what you're thinking, Lindsay? Absolutely. Yeah. Do yeah. one do one yourself so that you know exactly yes. how you want it, the voice, the branding and templates and all that stuff. And then yeah, get your get your team to do it. I have three episodes that just went live in the same week. And I'm like, well, oh what do God. you recommend on that? I I told the host ahead of time, I'm like, hey. Three just went live right now. So yours will be next week. I, you know, sorry to delay, but I, I want to give yours like do justice, right? And I obviously asked them for the video so I can do the reels and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I just deployed the tasks for my team. They're working on the show notes for me. And um, I did the graphics because I'm picky. And then, um, yeah, they'll pick the nuggets of information and then my team will do the reels and it'll go out when it goes out. So can you speak to, um, you know, let's say you were on this podcast last week and what is like, what, what what would you say is common? Like, can I publish that again a year from now? Or like, what's the shelf life of a podcast interview these days, Lindsay? I think it's as long as like, let's say you're talking about AI and then the robots die a year later and there is no AI, then obviously that's like not evergreen, right? So it, you kind of just have to think about the topic. But I've like shared like, OK, let me tell you a little story. So I go in my Libsyn and look at the stats and so forth and I'll see, OK, which episodes are getting more traction than others. And so, you know, some are mine, some are guests and that's fine. But if there's one that's like a guest and it was like super hot and it got a lot of downloads, heck yeah, I've got like a few extra days next week where I don't have a lot of social going out. I'm going to share that again and tag that host and get yes. in front of their audience again um, because clearly it resonated. So why not tap into that again? Yeah, the way we like to do it is anybody who's kind of like been a guest or one I've been a guest on, we make sure they're on the content calendar for like next year even yeah. or even six months from now because as Lindsay just said, 
when you tag them, okay, they will probably reshare it. So suddenly you're in front of their audience again. And not only that, just the social yeah. media algorithms will be like, oh, these two are connected. And then the algorithms will start feeding yeah. you their audience. Like that's just exactly. the algorithms will always work in your favor. I know. And you want to know another little thing that I do that's a little bit of a trick is that I did this as a host, but you can also do it as a guest. So let's say I've guested on, I don't know, 20 shows over the past four months. I can pick my six favorite and then pick like my favorite points that I shared in those episodes. And then I can create a video. Hey, here are the best tips that I shared on these podcasts. Um, It is this, 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 and this. Make a blog post, embed the video, but then you're also linking to the host pages. And then when you do social media posts, you're going to tag them. So it's just kind of like another reason to get in front of their audience and repurpose that content. And they're going to love you. They're like, you're sharing this again. Awesome. And then you're like top of mind with them. And maybe they'll invite you, you know, back to their show or an opportunity. Who knows? Yeah, it's all about those relationships. You know, I'm just going to underline one more time in your podcast leveraging system, the repurposing part. So many, you know, most people spend all their time on brand new content. When you are sitting Mm -hmm. on a ton of video and a ton of audio that can be mixed and matched in a hundred different ways and can really support your social media growth. Yeah. Heck to the ass. Yeah. I like that. All right, Lindsay, what other tips do you have? Anything else you can share with us that I haven't asked you? Um, let me think. I would definitely make sure that kind of piggybacking off of your um, concept of like relationships that once you guest on the show, it doesn't mean your relationship is over. You know, keep commenting on their social media posts, reshare something that they've shared. Um, One of the guests that was on my show probably four months ago, um, I'm sharing one of his new programs that he's doing. Um, Like he's like, because we just kind of kept up communication. Do you know what I mean? And he shared something of mine. Um, So it's like you kind of have to like help them out. Hey, you know, I, I share different resources in my newsletter. What have you got coming up that maybe I can share for you? Of course, they're going to love you. And then when they meet someone or they have a client and they need, you know, they guest on shows and they want the content to be repurposed, of course, he's going to think of me. So you just want to like, and he's such a nice guy. Like why? And he's so sweet. So it's like, I want to keep that relationship nurtured. So don't think it, your guest interviews are not transactional. Yes, I love that. Something that we do is every year, to two years, we go back to the old podcast episodes that I was guesting on and we send yeah. an email. Hey, it's been a couple of years or a year since Lizzie's been on your podcast. What are you thinking for the next year? Should we get her penciled in there? And so all of a sudden, you, yeah. So all of a sudden you have like, even the more you do, the more you collect yeah. and then you won't even be searching for podcasts anymore. Yes. Right. And I like, for you, like I had you on last week to talk about like chat and PT and AI and all that good stuff. But you have grown so much in your own business, Lindsay, and you have so much insight for like lead generation and sales and just marketing. It's like I could easily have you back on the show in another eight months to talk about another topic yes. or like part two of 
Um, so yeah, there's no reason why you can't have a guest on twice, like at all. Yeah. Or offer yourself up as a guest that second time. Remind them how awesome you were. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Lindsay, you have shared so much today with your expertise. Uh, thank you for sharing your podcast leveraging system and really just sharing so much about utilizing this massive marketing tool that, that is just, I mean, it really is one of the best things you yeah. can do to sell high ticket coaching programs yeah. and courses and memberships. Um, before I let you go, Lindsay, yeah. tell us, you're, you're a successful business owner in and of yourself. You have a, a very successful online business. I'm curious if you would mind sharing with us, Lindsay, what is one thing that you wish you would have known, say, when you started your business? Are we at 15 years that you started your business? How long have you been in business? Yeah, because my daughter is 15. And so she was very small. So, yeah, 16, 17 years. Yeah, you would have met at least 10 years ago. And you were already Holy. pretty established by then. Yeah, so that's crazy. It is crazy. So here you are, successful online business owner. What is one thing you wish you would have known when you got started? I wish... I knew better how to hire and manage team members because that like it it takes a certain skill, right? Yes. And hiring and I see this with people all the time. It's like, oh my God, I've gone through like five VAs in the past year and I'm just like, whoa. Like a lot mm -hmm. of my team members have been with me for years. I'm not to say that I'm like the perfect leader by any stretch, but it you can't just hire anyone. It you really need to like have strategies and think it through and the training process and all that stuff. And I wish I was like good at it back then, but I just, you know, I didn't understand the full need of it. Because there, you, you can only get so far on your own. Yeah. You can only get so far. Like you guys, we talk about repurposing this. Like you guys shouldn't be, you should understand what Lindsay's saying so you can describe it to the perfect team member. So you understand it. Like mm -hmm. you can't do all this and sell your product and do all of this. You have to have a team. And that team yeah. isn't just like anybody or just a no. person, you know, we're cooks in the kitchen. It's like strategic cooks in the kitchen to make sure you get a good meal. I agree. Lindsay. I agree. And as I grow, I'm finding I'm needing a different caliber of team members that naturally I need to pay more for. Like you yes. can't get like a, for lack of better terms, a regular Joe VA that's going to be an expert at doing everything. Like you're really going to have to spend time to nurture and train them. And that takes a lot of time and effort. So hiring people. Them. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Once you invest all that time and effort that Lindsay's talking about, then you got to work on keeping them. And so you can't just hire anybody that comes along. No. Like it's a, the intent, the intent you put into that hiring process will be what you get out of that yeah. person. I know. Ultimately. And I'm still learning. I'm not perfect at it, but I just wish I knew more back then for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Lindsay, thank you again for being a guest on the show. Before I let you go, please, I'm going to turn the time over to you. Let us know yeah. how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. For sure. Um, so they can go to leverageyourpodcast.com slash free. And I do have my podcast leverage system training there. Um, it's mostly for hosts, but it's the same concepts, honestly. Um, same principles, same tactics. So they can go to leverageyourpodcast.com slash free. Or they go to Smooth Business Podcasting to, of course, check out my Leverage Your Podcast show or just get in contact with me. I love helping people and sharing tips. Awesome. Thank you, Lindsay. You've been a really great guest. I sure appreciate you. Thanks for being on. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Millionaire Maker Show with master business coach and creator of The Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. 
Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time.